Hi, and welcome back to It's Not Rocket Science, five questions over coffee. I have my coffee here. Joe has got his coffee in front of him. That's brilliant, Joe. Well done. I'm just really, really glad to have Joe Templin with me today. Joe is an author and uh, he's a human Kaizen expert. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Uh, Joe has a, a website called everydayexcellence.com, uh, really well worth going on and having a look at some of the stuff that Joe talks about on that. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So welcome to It's Not Rocket Science, five questions over coffee, Joe. Stuart, happy Pi Day. It's a nerd high holiday. I should actually <laughs> be wearing my Pi Day shirt, but we're in the middle of a blizzard, and so we're making do with yeah. what we have. Yeah, I'm I'm just looking out my window right at the moment, and uh, it has started. The, the heavens have opened, and hail is now falling. I don't know what I've done to deserve this, but you can't hear it on the roof, thankfully. Joe, listen, uh, let's just talk a little bit about the sort of uh, the problems that the, the customers that you're trying to help, and, and the problems they they've got when you uh, when when you reach out to them. So let's just start with the premise that everybody has problems, and the reason good, why good everybody start. has problems is because everybody is alive, and it is a component of life that you're going to have difficulties and struggle. If we can start from that premise, then it's easy to see that everybody can benefit from who I am and what I do. I'm not everybody's cup of tea or glass of whiskey, as it might be, but there are aspects of what we talk about that are really across the board for everybody. And I am a human Kaizen expert. A lot of people are familiar with Kaizen from the manufacturing world where it's the concept of continuous improvement. And it's been applied to manufacturing, finance, um, software, but we are not applying it to the most basic and important component of any business or organization, which is the people. And when you're a little kid, you are engaged in human Kaizen. You're learning to walk and you fail multiple times. You're learning to talk and you fail multiple times. You're learning to tie your shoes or draw or ride a bike. And so you're in this continuous improvement mindset really until the time that people reach teenage years, maybe even when they go off to university, and then two-thirds of the people stop growing. And so as you move further in your life and your career, it further narrows, and people start to be resigned to their current situation, mm -hmm. or they just follow orders from their boss or from somebody in a uniform or what have you. And so we need to almost regress somewhat to that childhood to be able to re-stimulate and grow and be the best that we can be. And it's sort of appropriate that we're doing this on March 14th, because this is Albert Einstein's birthday. And Albert Einstein himself said that the essence of genius is to maintain the enthusiasm of childhood into adulthood. I loved, I love, I love that quote, Joe, and I think you're absolutely right. There are so many of us that have uh, forgotten that um, in order to learn how to walk, you have to fall on your backside several times and get up and say, well, that's not the way to do it then, is it? Let's have another crack. And too many of us think that you should get it right. Um, well, yeah, we should aim to get it right first time. But in actual fact, you beat yourself up. And I had a conversation yesterday with um, somebody who's starting out in their business. And the one thing that he said is, I've made a lot of mistakes in February. But I've decided that I've got to learn from those mistakes. And I thought, well, he, you're likely to make a success then, aren't you? 
Luke, you know that was that was that was just just warmed my heart that this is this is somebody who just decided he'd made mistakes, but he wasn't going to beat himself up. He was going to learn from those mistakes, and I, and I guess that's that's the essence of what we're talking about. If you can extract one bit of information, one pearl, as my father calls it, from every mistake, from every interaction, you can string together enough of those pearls and have a very rich life. Yeah, brilliant. So one of the sort of things you find that your uh, the people you're reaching out to help have, have tried to do in the past and, and essentially failed to do, Joe, before you can you can step in and try and do what you can to help them. One of the big overarching component, actually, looking at you know the meta awareness from this is that people are failing to learn from their failures. Because we all failed, as we were talking about with learning to walk or your guy in business there or a lot of the salespeople that I'm training currently, you know, we make mistakes. We screw up and because we're interacting with other individuals, there's a lot of delaying uh, false self, false self interactions going on there that we have to deal with. But it's people make the same mistakes again and again because they're not pausing taking a step back and looking at what went right and what went wrong. In the military, they do after-action debriefs. In professional sports, they watch the tape afterwards. And having the ability to set your ego aside and look at any interaction, whether it was with your significant other or ex-significant other, unfortunately, whether it's in business, whether it's in an athletic endeavor, whether it's in music or trying to develop any other skill, Taking the time to step back, look at, disengage your ego and emotion and looking at the situation to try and extract the wisdom from it so that the next iteration that you're better is really the biggest mistake I see people make because they're either too emotional or they don't take the time because they're too busy, which seems to be the way of the world at this point, or they are unwilling to take ownership of part of the screw up essentially and make it so that next time they are better. Joe, it's such wise words. I really, really can't thank you enough for bringing us back to thinking about that sort of thing. Um, tell me, is there a particular uh, valuable free offer, a valuable piece of free advice that you can leave with the audience at the moment? And at this point, I'm going to put up what I think is a, a really interesting uh, website, uh, web link that you can you can refer us to, which is everyday-excellence.com forward slash excellence hyphen shop. So if you go to the everydayexcellence.com website, every single day there's a new blog there. And so every single day there's free information, free insight for individuals that can help them grow and develop and improve in some capacity. If they go into the shop, they can find the three-day, three-brain free training program, which is a three-day program. You know, I'm being honest there. And it's completely free, no hidden costs or anything. Just sign up and every single day for the three days of the program, you'll receive an email and what I do is I go through the evolutionary history of the brain from a biology point of view, lizard brain, the monkey brain or limbic system, and then the neocortex, and explain how it works and how it's evolved and how they interact and some of the power and weaknesses thereof. Because we live in an information society, so everybody's trying to focus on their neocortex, but they don't realize that that is, although it's incredibly powerful, 
it is limited in its capacity when compared with the older, stronger parts of the brain. And this is why, even though you're on a diet and trying to finish your work, you're going to go out and have tacos and margaritas with your buddies because you've got 80 plus percent of your brain saying, me want tacos, me want friends, as opposed to the neocortex. And so understanding these different components will allow people to harness the full power of their capability and utilize it. It's, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because it's by understanding, and, and despite the fact that you, you, you explained it so well there, it's by understanding those things that you can actually start to address the the, the failings you sometimes have where you don't understand where a feeling or where a, a, a behavior has come from. And it's only by starting to break that down and understand it, you can actually start to sort of um, refocus your attention, as it were, isn't it? So that it's learning to do that. That's the, the key thing to sort of being able to adapt to those new habits. And indeed, in your business life, learning that in actual fact, as we just said, a failure doesn't actually mean that everything's come to an end. You just use it as, an, as a learning experience. And if you can change your mindset and you can understand where some of that's come from, you've got the power to do that. As Sun Tzu said, you know, 2,000 plus years ago, he who knows his enemy and himself will ever be victorious. And essentially, you have three different selves and three different enemies going on simultaneously within your triune brain. And so you need to understand and utilize all of them. And if you can get them working in harmony, that's when you unlock your power and you can do pretty awesome stuff. Joe, love it. Joe, is there a, a particular book or a concept or program that you think would add some value? And I, I know there's a book currently over your left hand shoulder. So I, I'm not sure if you want to refer to that one in particular. Yeah, let's well, get it. In you know, this is my book. So obviously I want people to buy this book because, you know, that lets me buy beer and be able to, you know, go do more research and stuff like that. So everydayexcellence.com, uh, they can get the book, Everyday Excellence. And obviously I'm going to encourage people to do that. But when we were talking earlier about great books, it made me think about, you know, all the books that I've consumed because reading or audiobooks or what have you are all consuming information over the past few years. And the two that really rise to, you know, mind, one is uh, The E-Myth Revisited by Michael Gerber. I saw him speak decades ago and it was like sam kinnison you know on steroids he was absolutely insane but awesome so anybody who is working in any sort of business or sales capacity that is about how to systematize and when you systematize you free up time so that you can go do other things so that allows you to go run the ultra marathons or learn guitar or spend more time with your sweetie or whatever because you're able to do your business much more efficiently and the other big one is Mark Manson's book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an Act. And that one is, at this point, I think one of the leading um, self-help sales books in terms of sales. And it's all about resource allocation, about you only have so many apps, so much that you can care about. And so if you can allocate it towards the things that are most important to you, you're going to not be bothered by little things like, oh, we got a snowstorm. Okay, roll with the punches, deal with it. Oh, you know what? This happened, not a big deal because I'm concerned about this. Or this is building your business or getting your special needs kid, you know, to develop properly or getting through that issue with your relationship. As Nietzsche said, if a man has a strong enough why, he will overcome any how. And the subtle art of not giving an F 
is about understanding yourself, understanding that the world screwed up because once you understand that you can move forward. And from that point, being able to allocate your bandwidth to the most important areas of your life. Love it. Absolutely love it. Brilliant, brilliant recommendations. Absolutely really buy into those. Uh, Joe, uh, you know, I've asked you a bunch of questions and I guess there's one question that you're currently thinking, why hasn't he talked about this or what is it he hasn't yet mentioned? So I'm now going to throw it open to you. What is the question that you would have liked me to have asked, despite that I failed to do it, obviously? And, and then once you've asked the question, what would the answer be? So otherwise, we'll all be sitting here for the next several weeks wondering what that answer would be. So what is that question? So the question that I get really often is, you know, how are you like this? Why are you like this? Because I've got a lot of friends who hated me when they first met me because they're like, no, there's no way. This is an act. Nobody's like this. And, you know, one of my friends from grad school, who's now like a dean of a school, literally said that. You, She's like, there's no way a human being is like this. And... I am like this, as Lang talks about in his uh, true self, false self model, which is a very interesting read. I don't waste time with illusions. Yes, I write poetry and stuff like that, and I can really use words to spin stuff up, but I am who I am. And it is straight on through. By not telling lies, especially to yourself, you don't have to waste any energy. And going back to that Mark Manson allocation of Fs, it then allows you to have more resources. And you got to remember, life is a gift. This is a wonderful world, the quote Louis Armstrong. And I burn the candle at both ends and in the middle with a flamethrower. And the reason why is, when I was 10 years old, I died. You know, flat line, floating up, bright lights, the whole nine yards, big, deep James Earl Jones voice and all that. I came on back, boom. And so that's the reason why I've been able to win world championships in martial arts and run ultra marathons and write over a dozen books and get more degrees than a thermometer and play Legos with kids and, you know, take time to watch butterflies and all these things because I don't screw around and I am true to who I am, what I am, and to dedicate to being the best version that I can be of me so that I can then bring that out of other individuals. And so there's an old Irish saying, a good friend is the best mirror that you can have. And mm -hmm. the best friend that we can actually have is ourselves because we can be true to ourselves. So if you can do that, you can really unlock your potential and you can have a lot of fun. Joe, I, I, I wish I could get that spirit of, of, of wanting to, to not waste time into more people because um, I work occasionally with students and I worry so much about the fact that students spend half their life worrying about wasting money, but never think about time. They never, ever consider time. And the one thing that I say to them on so many occasions and they look at me as if I'm insane is you can always get more money. You will never ever have more time so use time with intention and and feed your your uh, your 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 excellence and 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 starve your distractions and they look at me as if i'm insane because you know they never ever focus on those things and it's a brilliant message you've got in order to sort of tell people you will not get this period of time back ever so use it with intention and make it 
your absolute focus. I wish I was a college student again. There's so much cool stuff to learn and experience and do. You know, know, turn off the TV and go actually experience it. Have people write stories about you and your adventures instead of watching somebody else live them. Brilliant. Brilliant. Joe, this has been such a really fascinating conversation. I thank you so much for spending just a few minutes with us talking about it. I really would like to encourage all of the listeners at the moment, go to everyday-excellence.com forward slash excellence.shop or just go to everyday-excellence and just read some of the stuff that Joe's got on there. Fascinating stuff, fascinating thinking. Really encourage you to go uh, and, and probe around and have a look. And uh, I'd just also like to bring to your attention our newsletter because that's how you get to hear about interesting people like Joe and get to see uh, the results of these conversations come back to you through the podcast. And that's link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. That's link.thecompleteapproach.co.uk forward slash newsletter. Joe, it has been an absolute pleasure to be here talking with you for just a few minutes today. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you're in the middle of a blizzard at the moment. Um, I've got I've, the, the hail has briefly stopped, but I suspect it's coming back. So we'll, we'll, we'll muddle through. We'll have a brilliant day because of it. Thank you very much for your time. Stuart, thank you for the opportunity. Be excellent and grow today. And thank you very much for that, Joe.